this week on the Bamcast. Ha ha ha. I am not a child killer. Ha ha ha. One star. We're in. All right, welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, hey Bamcast. Episode 587. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah. yeah that's like better number. five murders. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And what we do each and every episode of this year Bathcast is we go and uh, watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie and we come in here and talk about it. Then they get ratings. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Robot jocks. However, there are bad bad movies in the state where they get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags and giant bags of trash Ooh. in Ugh. which they belong for disposal. Ugh. So, uh, we are returning. Several Bathcast alums are returning. Uh, it's time for Geary Daniels. Geary Daniels. Hell yeah, Geary and our Daniels. Awful, inappropriate, because he's not at all Australian accents. Because uh, <laughs> he just sounds like he is, though he's not. Uh, and the director of, I believe, Super Fights. Yes. Yes. Um, Hell yes, the director of Super Fights. I did, didn't look up, so sorry. <laughs> it's Su Hung Young. Yeah, got that. Uh, written by Keith Strandberg, who also wrote. Super fights, mm-hmm. King of the Kickboxers, and No Retreat, No Surrender. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's that's a pretty good that's, filmography so bad. far. Yeah. Um, hmm. I mean, the most basic way to describe this movie is that there is a serial killer going around killing uh, martial arts champions of different uh, schools, um, whatever you call it, styles. Uh, and yeah. a well, first there is a cop chasing him, and then it eventually gets partnered with Gary Daniels, who has more or less retired from the force because he went through some shit. Like his last case, like he, I guess he got captured, nearly killed. It's kind of vague. It's just it's shown in like vague flashback sort of yeah. form, and I'm really not even sure what the impetus is. That's all in another movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's he's kind of retired and done with that life, and then they have to team up, and and because it's. The world that it is, everybody knows karate. Uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, and that's a good thing. And <laughs> I mean, so I think the thing like you have to understand about this and super fights and what make them great is that they, they exist in that quasi superhero world where like everything is just ramped up to a mm-hmm. degree. Like everyone has a silly costume or, just a, it, a, th- a thing that it, it's like wrestling yeah yeah but if like the world was wrestling yes that's yeah that's probably even a better way to say it it's it's the theatricality of wrestling like I mean, if the world was a wrestling federation yeah mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. like if everyone just walked around being like oh you know <laughs> i'll have a tuna sandwich that, that sounds like it would be entertaining now it would and that's yeah. why this game <laughs> is entertaining yeah. but yeah everything is over the top uh including Detective Chuck. Uh-huh. Also from Super Fights. Also from Super Fights. Also incredibly committed to his Eddie Murphy impersonation. It's bizarre. Like, I don't feel like... I feel like he did not start with that. And then, like, the second scene, he was like, what if I did this whole thing as Eddie Murphy? Because yeah. the first scene, it was just like, I'm kind of... I do unnecessary stunts. I felt it stunts. from the beginning. It really? Was, yeah. I just yeah. felt like he was doing unnecessary stunts and magic. I didn't catch the Eddie Murphiness in, in his dialect until like the second scene yeah. when it was just like, oh. Yeah. Oh. When he's talking to his police chief, Frank Gorshin. Mm, yes. The Riddler from 
uh, 66 Pat Man, whatever yeah. you want to Yeah, call it. but Gorshin's dialed up to like 32 out of 10 because yeah. every scene Isn't he, he always. I don't think I've ever seen Frank Gorshin not he is dialed up. fired up. Every yeah. scene when he comes in, he's just like, God damn it, Chuck! Yeah. yeah. yeah he's, he's going for it, though. Like, yeah. This is what you want I mean, out of your thing. enraged Every, everyone police Everyone in this movie yeah. is going for it. Yeah. And that's what's so great about it. It's just like King of the Kickboxers was. Everyone going for yeah. it. I want to say something right now for people to keep in mind throughout the rest of the our review slash recap. This is a perfect Gary Daniels vehicle because it does not rely on Gary Daniels to carry it. Right. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't show up till probably 15, 20 minutes yep. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, we're, I mean, we we start the movie with uh, some guy who's a boxing champion who's the only one left in the gym sparring. And that's when we get the theatricality of the killer, who yeah. I don't believe is ever named. Even in the credits, he's just called the killer. Okay. Sure. But yeah, I mean. Oh, actually, no, they do name him at one point when they figure things out, but they he's been I, apparently declared dead, so they Yeah, I'm confused say by that. It very briefly. Because I thought they were talking about the Dustin Hoffman-looking guy, but who doesn't look like no. Dustin Hoffman at all. He does in the picture, but yeah. when they show him in, like, in mm-hmm. person, he doesn't look like it at all. But I mean, I thought yeah, they were talking about I, he I, was the one that was dead. It was like, oh, well, okay, they've just narrowed it down to our actual killer, except no. apparently not. No. Anywho, yes, he. we first see his boots. That's the first thing we see is yeah. like a, a shot of his boots walking in, and they're... They're cowboy boots, no spurs, but they have both. But they make the spur they jingle. Make, well, they make the spur jingle because they're they're both steel tipped and also uh, like steel heel wrapped. I guess you'd call yeah. uh, in sneaker terms. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I mean, mean yeah. maybe he has an Achilles heel, <laughs> perhaps, and he's protecting it's it. A little low, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's 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 pretty much like anywhere that the foot would make contact when kicking somebody, it's it's going to have a steel edge. Yeah, so. um, but that's not that's not all of it because uh, we just see that and we're like, all right, this guy's. This guy means business, but then he just kind of... Does he just leap into the ring? No, he Very just... He, like, he's just standing in a doorway. Yeah. Like, like I thought he, he, like, popped himself into the ring and challenged no, her from inside the ring. No, he made some noise, oh, okay. and the boxer dude went to investigate the lockers, mm-hmm. and he was just there in the yeah. ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't poof. That's right, yeah. that's right. He just yeah, he's appeared. got a... Yeah. yeah, he's kind of got a Zorro-esque mask. I mean, it's like a black and white Zorro it's mask. Phantom meets mm-hmm. Zorro. Yeah. Know. Um, Foro, which he takes <laughs> off after like ten seconds of fighting. Yeah, he usually takes it off, but then kind kind of a cape, sort of. It's like a weird wrap. It's not a full cape. I mean, not not like superhero cape. It's more like somewhere between a duster and a cape. Yeah, just like you know? ju- it's just like a thing he can just kind of throw off, like a you mm-hmm. know, like wrestling attire. Like, all right, now it's time to fight. Just a yeah. drape of some yeah. sort. Yeah, it it feels almost like a wrestling Mortal Kombat character. Yes. Yeah, and that's I mean. And that's really the vibe you get right off the beginning because, I mean, this dude that he's fighting, it looks like a video game character, too. I mean, he kind of looks like real-life DJ from Street Fighter 2 mm-hmm. or Super Street Fighter 2. Yeah, Don't get pedantic on me, nerds, I know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's got, like, the long dreads, yeah. and he just... And he's got kind of that same movement, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. He's a fighter, but... But, yeah, it's... They, they proceed to have a fight, and the thing is, like, the guy gets a few hits in on him, but the killer just works him over yeah i mean he just starts kicking him with steel boots and yeah yeah. and that's the thing is like nobody ever calls him out on basically cheating because he's like oh you're not so good at fighting now are you and it's like dude you have steel tip boots you're kicking me with i mean as he says i'm hitting you with fists he's about to like crush the guy's head he's got him like up against a a gym bench 
and he's like doing about to do the scissor kick down and crush yeah. his head and, and the guy dies out of the way and of course his steel boot goes through the mm-hmm. bench but at that point is when he declares like you know whatever it takes to win it's like there are no rules it's mm-hmm. so i mean yeah clearly doesn't have any yeah because the like, guy's like all right we can stop now and he's like no <laughs> okay you don't have you the stop. killer instinct you want yeah. <laughs> yeah but but we won't get into it a ton but the fight scenes are good yeah they're good they're choreographed they're like ultra choreographed some of them i mean but well, they're the, still the good. second one in, uh, uh, in particular because he, he he deals with the the quasi dj guy and this guy ends up dead i believe, believe he chucks him out a window after he's done with him and that's where the police find him but the second no guy... they just find him on like he he basically kicks him into the lockers and like oh, dents right. in the lockers and smashes oh, maybe him it's there, maybe it's the next guy he kicks yeah he defenestrates <laughs> or he rob van defenestrates out the window <laughs> um but yeah because yeah, uh, it's rob van damme yes yeah, so he, uh, he goes after rvd next uh who is apparently like you know the brawling champion like, i you think know, he was just the brawling, tough man champion. tough man champion yeah yeah, yeah. um what but they declare earlier. what i was going to get to is like what really amps up in the second murder fight that he has is the the cutaway shots like the reaction fights to getting kicked with the steel boots or whatever is as rvd is selling i mean he's a wrestler he is selling right every single yeah. hit really really well uh and the camera is like Almost like the carnival operator that knows the total world really well, like where to stand and fuck with you as it's coming around really fast. Like he, you right. know, they've got the camera perfectly stationed so that when he gets flung around, his face is like, like right there in the cameras. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's all filmed well and under, you know, clearly done by people that understand fight choreography. Oh yeah. Though, you know, it is still low budget. So you will see, if you don't see the full on wire, you'll at least see clothes the tucked hitch. up from the yeah, wire right. or, you know, I mean, there's like boom mics throughout the movie. Really not that as bad as some we've seen, but mm-hmm. especially in the police station ones, scenes that boom mic is always dipping in. Yeah. But I think this was also, this may have just been a uh, blown up An open full frame, frame open yeah. frame copy of this movie too. Yeah. So. But, and the thing about every set they're in, because of all the wires and everything, every room they enter is like, 14 feet ceiling foot ceilings yeah at least double height ceilings and like every single place they go yeah <laughs> even it, like the dingiest little bar with you know like i mean because rvd's bar is like it's basically apparently he has a bar because it's just like he's got a, a lady a bimbo if you would to call mm-hmm. it in, in in you know 80s music video terms and and a pinball table and they're they're about to get busy uh tilting that thing and mm-hmm. that's when the killer guy walks in starts his shit and kills his uh Kills his girl. Actually, this was this no, was they, the. They said he did not kill her. He just knocked her unconscious. There was a neck snap. There was a clear. I neck know snap. there yeah. was, but the cops later said he did not kill her. Okay, that's some bullshit. For whatever reason. But I was yeah. going to bring up like so this kid. I don't think you can like this. Was a, I'm trying to think of like how the to describe the way the guy looks without like being too wrong. I mean, he kind of looks like if you remember like the Daniel Day Lewis Last of the Mohicans. He kind of looks like the like the one like like really rebel mm-hmm. badass you know like indian dude you know yeah. american dude sorry <laughs> i'm just saying you know yeah. but i'm saying like he, he just looks like he's like he's got long hair he's like you know he's just cut like he just looks angry even when he's standing still if he's just got mm-hmm. that kind of physique and he begins I, I only point this out because he begins this fight with rvd after it apparently he looks like he's just snapped his his girlfriend's neck it, it, the name of the movie is Blood Moon, and his thing is 
I guess maybe he's only killing people when the blood moon happens, even though it seems like that it's every couple gets days. Dropped. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it seems like he's it's just implied, killing. Yeah, right. it's implied that like he only goes out and kills these people on the blood moon, but then it also seems like he's just every two days he's killing somebody. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he walks in. Maybe and, blood moons are a lot more common than we thought. It's true, maybe. <laughs> but he walks in and quotes fucking Van Morrison at RVD. He's like, it's like, what a lovely day for moon deaths. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. I just, there's something funny about this evil Zorro dude like going home and popping yeah. on a Van Morrison LP yeah. is like hilarious to me and it's like sorry I killed your brown eyed girl <laughs> <laughs> well RVD's just like well let's fucking dance yeah. then just uh, doesn't even acknowledge it yeah but, but I'll say this about the fights too is they use the environments well and smashing oh, sure. dudes yeah. into stuff mm-hmm. there's all just, sorts of stuff smashing into stuff god they smash so much stuff and smash dudes into stuff yes and chuck people through things and, but I feel like Rob Van Dam is the one who gets chucked into things the most because it's a bar. So it's like against the back wall, smash him into everything. Yeah. Into the pool table. And then, you know, of course there's bottles and he tries to fight back with the bottle, which, Oh, I don't think we mentioned that our killer guy. And it's never explained why, but he is missing two fingers and they're replaced with metal fingers. His like his his index and his middle finger finger on his right hand. Because um, there's a scene where he has to gear up his metal yeah. fingers, but doesn't uh, he also cover them with regular-looking finger cuffs or something? I think or it's at some points he does. Yeah. yeah, maybe to hide his advantage. But yeah, like RVD goes at him with a beer bottle and he just kind of deflects it with the metal fingers and mm-hmm. shatters it. Yeah, it's supposed to just look cool, but like we know the secret. Because there's a, there's of course like a metallic sound effect whenever they hit anything, including yeah. someone's face, which the foley artists in this again work in overtime. Yeah, and good job. I for one appreciate well, well your service, yeah. foley artists. You're yeah. the unsung heroes of the movie industry. Yeah, but uh, as it, we, his killer move, his his finishing move on all these guys, um, is he takes he's got the two fingers that are steel and he basically just stabs them into their, the person's heart. Yeah, he sort of like Mola runs his two fingers into their heart. Well, and... I, as listener Curtis put it in his letterbox review, he finger bangs their heart. Okay, with yeah. his metal fingers. It's a... Poetry, it, Curtis. Well yep. done. Yeah, but but it it that's not always it though, because he he'll finger bang them in the heart, and then he has to chuck them through a window somehow. Well, that's important because there are plenty of defenestrations, and but I, and actually, I think he does not stab Rob Van Dam. He just snaps his neck, and it's a cool move where like he like flips him entirely over. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, you know, like he's looks standing like it on one be a side of him. Finisher. Yeah, yeah, like he's standing on one side of him and he like literally chucks his entire body over him while holding his neck mm-hmm. and breaks his neck that yeah, way and then like, chucks him out. The yeah, sort neck. of like a half German suplex into neck neck breaker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it's pretty sweet. And but actual neck breaker, not the move. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, and and from here they're like, "All right, we got to get Geary Daniels in on the case." He's retired, but he knows what he's doing. Well, yeah, I mean, I think we get a little bit of like him, you know, fucking around with his family. Uh, yeah, we yeah. do get introduced because he's taken. He's he's divorced mm-hmm. or separated. It's I don't think it's made entirely clear, but he's taking the daughter out to the beach and he's playing with her, and of course, uh, somehow somebody rides a motorcycle down the boardwalk. He grabs his daughter to get out of the way and uh, knocks a seven up out of a guy's hand who spills it on himself, and then wants to pick a fight over this, despite you know like him literally keeping his daughter from dying two seconds earlier. I think he from getting that, run over by see a motorbike. Gary Daniels was sprightly. No, it was Seven Up. Oh, but I know, but that's that's thus the. He was just trying thing. to make Seven Up yours. Yeah. Uh, oh, there it is. He just really Sierra missed him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
but but either way like th- this is also our our first real clue that everyone in this world knows karate because he gets in the fight with the dude and starts beating him up and then the dude's friends jump in two of them jump in with jump kicks like well. like just midair foot into the frame jump kicks at him and it's like okay this this is the world we live in how do you enter fights? Yeah. yeah i mean if you don't enter a fight jump kicking you're probably going to lose that fight i mean i'm just or you land and you twist your ankle and then you lose that fight. No. But yeah. But but Gary Daniels, he makes incredibly quick work of these dudes. Yeah. And he's vaguely traumatized by it as well. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I had to kill someone in front of you. Yeah. The worst. Well, Gary well yeah, because because the guy shoves the daughter down. Because when he's trying to fight Gary Daniels, the yeah. daughter like grabs him by the arm. It's like, don't do that. And he shoves her into a seat. And then you see Gary, yeah. the rage boils up. But it's it's we're, we just okay. It's established. He's Gary Daniels. Yeah. He knows how to the, fight. Yeah. The, we all knew the this. partners don't come together until the third murder, which is the what ends up being Gary Daniels' former master. Yeah, because that's what actually finally puts them together. Is well, no, I'm sorry. You're, you're no, you're. They do come together. He tries to recruit Gary Daniels, and Gary Daniels yeah. is like, "I'm retired. Fuck off." And then it yeah. takes it takes the master dying before he's like, "All right, I'm in." But yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they try to put him together like this is a guy you need to work with. And he's like, "I'm retired," and the other guy's not having it. It's like you're a coward. They're they're just pretty much a dog. Yeah, they're very much like Chuck is very antagonistic towards him yeah. immediately. Yeah. So, so I guess he's like, "I don't need any help. I can crack this case on my own." Yeah. And then uh, fake mustache master um, gets murdered in his dojo. I mean, this guy yeah. just has a straight up dojo in, in yeah. In and we New get York. A, we get a pretty sweet sword fight. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, like, did, did they add the sparks later, or is that like, is there something you would put on swords well, that would cause they make them stun to swords do that? out of different metals that spark metal more right. than yeah. okay. traditional? So that's steel. probably yeah. what that was because yeah. it just it looks cool as shit, mm-hmm. you know. And I was like, man, did they just like keep adding that every time, yeah. Yeah. or is it is some some I mean, something in the metal that they use? Real that makes sword spark. people would do everything in their power to avoid an edge on edge contact. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, that's yeah. just going to dull your blade yeah. and fuck it up. So, yeah, you're I mean, generally not going to get that out of yeah. real swords, but right. it's a very cool stunt sword thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But yes, I mean, they fight the and he's the, live the, streaming it. Yeah, he's, li- he's, he's live streaming ninety seven live stream. Yeah, he's live streaming it back to the police station for some directly reason, or to the police. maybe yeah. only there. I don't know, but um, but he's wearing a dumb, like, dumb like Kenpo mask, but it's like. It looks it's, like Kenpo flying nun. Yeah, it's like flying nunchucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's like, it's just, it doesn't fit his head right. And like all of the extra padding is like sticking out weird. It just looks really dumb. But eventually, I mean, the master guy does eventually like knock all of the armor bits off him until he's, you know, unmasked. And still the guy doesn't really remember him. That's the great yeah. thing is like this. They, they have not really even established what his motive is for killing these people at this point. Mm-hmm. And, and you would think. I mean, for what we're being shown in the movie, you think he's coming back to challenge his old master is what it seems like. Yeah. You know, I mean, any other movie, this would be the storm shadows like, hey, you kicked me out. I'm going to murder you now yeah. moment. And uh, but when he takes his mask off, the guy's like, who are you? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I'm very confused yeah. by what's happening right now. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, yeah, he does. He ends up murdering that guy. But then when um, uh, Detective Chuck comes over to check it out he's also rigged well, the place to explode <laughs> yeah because he's live streamed it with right. a uh, with an old camcorder a laptop and a really old cell phone mm-hmm. in a briefcase yeah. so he's live streamed it to the police and then they're and then it, what's funny is chuck and the and the cop on the desk are like 
hey, this is a pretty good, pretty good fight scene in this movie. What is this? Yeah, who's and in then, this one? And then, like, what happens is the the old guy gets chucked into it, knocks it, knocks the camera over, and it's, it shows a close up of his face. And Chuck goes, "Wait a minute, I know that guy. Yeah. Holy shit! He, right, you know, he lives right around the corner. Yeah, yeah. So he hops on his bike to get there and races yeah. there, and he tells her, you know, call call a squad, whatever. Well, it's funny because like they set up what they set up a fake out stunt. I mean, I, th- honestly, like, I don't know why you would put this in this movie. Like, why would you get the truck to do what it does yeah. in this movie other than, like, your brain is like, ah, here comes a stunt because he's racing down the, the road on his on his Triumph motorcycle. A semi pulls out in front of him with the bed blocking mm-hmm. the two-lane highway that he's on. And if you've ever seen a movie, you're like, slide that bike under that semi truck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what you do. But he doesn't. He just stops normal. The truck moves. And then we're like, well, that was... That was kind of weird, but then he walks up to the door and it's just like, it's like you know fucking blown away. It's just like yeah. boom. It's just as, like, yeah, yeah, as he's about to open the door, and there's a reason they kept his helmet on for this scene. Yeah, yeah. Because he gets off the bike with the helmet still on, runs up to the door, and as soon as he touches it, just yeah. gets yeah, blasted. Or like, or like first step, even. I mean, he's like reaching for the yeah. door and just boom, blow yeah. Backwards. And this stunt man gets like it, it's a good slow mo. Like let's watch this dude get chucked mm-hmm. by this explosion. Joints back. I mean, you can you can see the wire on him. Again. Okay. I mean, I'm yeah. just saying like they they yoink him back pretty hard into a car. But yeah, I mean, but the flames and everything are still real close. Very real, right in his <laughs> yeah, face. Yeah, very real and really close. So. Yeah, extremely and, loud. Yep. And this is how uh, he wakes up, and they're like, "Yeah, they blew it up." <laughs> yeah. Uh, they knew you were coming. And they waited till you were there. And Gary Daniels is now he's he's on board because they call him because yeah. in the middle, I think they call him in the middle of his flashback. Yeah, I to think being he, tortured. Yeah, I think he's flipping out about, yeah, having the flashback. And then they're like, your old mentor, he's dead. And it, like he he has like a rage moment where he's like throws the phone down. And I love this cut. There, there are several like better cuts than they should be in this movie, mm-hmm. like in, including uh, what does it? Oh, the title, the title itself, Blood Moon. Like the all the the circular bits of the B's and the O's and everything sort of like Merged merge together. into be a moon like a blood red moon and then that eventually becomes I think a traffic light a red yeah, light from a traffic on. light yeah. yep. um so, you know, so they're kind of doing like match cut moon cuts whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, mooch mooch cuts um but yeah the similar thing they he has this like sort of like ah and then they cut to like black and then it, it ends up the camera is like inside the uh the body whatever you call that what do they have like like the tray in the, the morgue, morgue yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i don't know what you call table. it locked yeah. slab yeah the slab i mean it's like inside the locked slab thing and it like rolls out with him and he's you know unmasking his old master and like no i was waiting for the scene to end it mm-hmm. you know going back in but it, it doesn't just yeah. he's basically like all right i'm in because somebody i knew is dead mm-hmm. yeah it, it took a personal stake for him to but then him. still chuck's like you know, when the chief is around, he's like, all right, we're partners and everything. As soon as, as, as like Frank Gorshin leaves the room, he's like, hey, fuck you, buddy. You're a coward. Uh, I'm doing this my own way. Stay out of my way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah be- because he's heard the rumors that he quit because he basically was traumatized sure. by what. And I mean, the man had been tortured by the person he was trying to catch. I suppose. Yeah. yeah, that'll yeah. Do it. And, but he's like, no, I, I don't need some guy who's going to chicken out when when we got to go in. Yeah. So. And the thing is. That never comes up ever. No. Because Gary Daniels, when a fight starts, he is all in every single time. One, There is one scene where it, half a second before they are like, oh, now we are friends and we are all in together. Um, okay, so they're not quite partners, even though they are. Mm-hmm. They uh, end up like going back to the master's house to case the joint. Um, 
separately mm-hmm. run into each other thinking that the killers come back to you know look at the yeah. scene or whatever get in a fight until i mean the the one guy's flashlight ends up spinning around and creating you know spins for way too long yeah. it creates like a disco strobe effect until it finally stops perfectly on them they're like hey it's you it's you and then they're like what's going on here and that's this is when we're introduced to former mustache man's adopted daughter kelly correct who shows up and they're like we have to stop fighting who's there oh it's kelly oh Uncle ken we know each other and what are you doing here and establish who she is and she's lost her dad um Adopted, adopted father. Adopted yeah. father, sure. I never knew she had a father. Yeah, and so she's just in the periphery now for the rest of the movie. Uh, well, most of the rest of the movie. <laughs> um, I guess she dies. It's fucking weird. Yeah. Yes, I mean, spoilers. She, I, yeah. Maybe not. I, maybe, maybe not because the... He I, checks her pulse. He does, He but, doesn't respond to checking yeah, her pulse. He does. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying, the, the killer declared that he had also murdered somebody else who was also not dead by the end of the movie. Um, it's true. So I'm just saying, whatever. Uh, so she's now around and just kind of floating in the periphery and like following them and like, let me help, let me help. And she's of an indeterminate age until they decide she's not. It's just they they play her like this is the girl who like barely old enough to be away from home. And then later it's mm-hmm. like they're all like, hey, she's hot, right? And it's like, well, first off, she's kind of like my daughter and you like you're twice her age. So what the fuck, bro? Like, right. <laughs> yeah. She's. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying it's weird. Old enough. Yeah, yeah. I'm I just think saying, like, what the movie is. I'm just saying, but it, only it, just. It's just saying it's it becomes like a weird sticking point where it's like they're treated her like a little child one second, and then like they're kind of hitting on her the next yeah. second, and it's weird. Well, Geary Daniels, no, absolutely never, not even once. Yeah, yeah. Chuck is though. Yeah. yeah, Chuck wants to, fuck. and and everyone else in the movie. I mean, like, yeah. yeah. Um. Anywho, but yes, yeah, so, so that's where they're at now. They're now, oh. They go, fuck, what is their, don't they get another message? Or they go to see their hacker friend or whatever. And I think that's, yeah. it leads to the hacker friend is what leads them to the address where they show up and they think that the this is where the guy is broadcasting from. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- this is where they're still kind of at odds because they're, they get an address, they're about to bust in, they're deciding who's going to go through the door first. Uh, Chuck is like, I know this drill, you know. I go in second. The the brother always dies. Like I'm not I'm not falling for that. Yeah. I'm going in first. Mm-hmm. You know, it's or something something like that to that effect. And so anyway, he busts through the door and is like, "All right, get him, Gary Daniels." And then Gary and he's like not anywhere. And all the dudes are like, "Dude, you're alone. Like right now." And there's like six of us. You're fucked. And Gary Daniels crashes through a window and takes the guys out that are about to swarm on Chuck at this right. point. And and that was the last moment where he's like, "You goddamn coward! I knew it." And he busts through the window. Save the day or whatever, and they are friends. They are best buddies, yeah. you know, through thick and he thin. He jump now. kicks his way yeah. through the window. Yeah. They're blood brothers. That's how you should this. enter a fight. They're no. blood moon brothers up to this. <laughs> but yes, so that that ends the animosity, and now they're friends other than, like, mm-hmm. one of them is hitting on the other one's quasi-daughter-ish right. person. Briefly. Yeah. <laughs> he gives up on that pretty yeah, quick. Yeah. yeah. So that message is actually coming from the apartment next door, uh-huh. and... uh they go kick that door in, and it's like, well, it's, it's some Dennis Nedry kind of shit. Like, yeah, the guy's got it on like an automated file. It's just like you're such an asshole. Ha, ha, yeah. ha. You're such an asshole. Ha, yeah. ha, ha. <laughs> and he's got files on them and stuff. I right, don't know. Right. Uh, I feel like some other random person gets killed like, that we don't even see the fight. It's just like they just show up, and it's like, oh no, this person died because they at the. At, 
I don't remember if what point they put together that the guys maybe after Kelly with this really dumb note. <laughs> but there's some point where they like they more officially bring her in or she has just been kind of following around. They do this weird thing where they like it's really just like the most dumb half-baked idea to have a fight scene ever because like they've figured out that Kelly's following them. They stop and they're like, "Hey Kelly, go home, stop following us." And she's like, "I'm not gonna." And they're like, "Okay, well, follow us into this titty bar." And they go into yeah, they go into the topless bar. She follows, and then they're just like, "Oh God, she actually follows in here." Anyway, we're gonna leave, and some guys start to hit on her. This is when we find out she's a former martial arts champion in her own right. Right. And so there's a brief fight scene where she defends herself and not the guys defending her in this bar. And like I said, it's literally like they just walk in like thinking they're she's not gonna follow him into the into the duty bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They she does anyway. A fight happens and they leave and ditch her. Yeah. <laughs> it, like I said, it's it's just literally like excuse to be like, Yeah, she can fight too. Everyone in this world can. Right. Yeah. Uh like I said, some random dude. Like at some point, she is like officially on the kind of yeah. more officially on but the force. I also love that at the end of that fight, uh-huh. the killer is just hanging out in the bar. Right. Yes, they just randomly went to this bar, I guessing to ditch her. No reason to search for the killer, but yes, he also just happens. Or to be was there. he following them? Maybe. Is this? Well, where they he, were trying to follow him. Is this right? where they get the idea that is this where he's like, oh, she's a worthy candidate to fight too because she kicked their ass. I mean, is this where she becomes a target? I guess because he saw her fight. I think I she know. might have been a target anyway. Sure, but yeah, yeah, because he'd already given them the the signs where with Kelly. Yeah, it was it was like Had he? Jim, Gene, and heroes. Yeah, Jim, Gene, and their heroes. I think is what the thing said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a, it, that's a stretch. It, it there's a lot. It this is not a well written uh, cop procedural. What? Let's put no, it that not way. Really. No. You're here for the fight scenes. <laughs> That's all we could say. You're not here for the procedural police stuff. You're here for people jump kicking someone through a table, into a wall, through a wall, out a window, and then jumping on them after jumping out the window after them. Yes. Pretty much. Yeah. But yeah. either way, they figure out that Kelly's the next target. Yeah. And she's gone home to wash the... Uh, Wash the filth of fighting in a titty bar off of her. Mm-hmm. Smart thing to do. Yeah. yeah. And he, has, of course, it already snuck into her house. Because uh, at some point, it's just, it's not established, but it just becomes accepted that this man can teleport wherever he needs to be. Yeah. He pretty much has evil Jason teleporting powers. Yeah. I mean, before he's not just any Jason. Yeah, because she gets in the <laughs> house Jason's and he's evil. like, yeah. and he's already hidden himself in her closet It. It it's very wherever he needs to be, that's where he is. Right. But yeah. um Gary and Chuck are are wise to the fact that he's coming after her. So they go to her apartment and basically kick the door down. Mm-hmm. But um the killer hasn't attacked yet. So yeah. she's just like, What the fuck are you doing here? Leave me alone. Stop yeah. it. Next time just knock. Next time, just knock. And then we, we get a shot of the killer doing, like, the spread out on the ceiling sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah the, um, the wedge between two cabinets yeah, the, way up. the Jean-Claude, the River Tam. I, I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. lots of people have done this. Yeah. Yes. But because they're 14-foot ceilings, they yep. don't notice that he's way, 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 way up there. Right. Uh, and it's pretty comical because he is, like, 
It's like yeah. well, it's also all feet white. off it's goddamn like, ground. Yeah. It's a like, I mean, because they didn't bother like really trying to dress these sets. It's like an all white room. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. and he's just in full on black ninja outfit. It's too. like a rental apartment. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and and it's like middle of the day. Yeah. It's like noon. Oh, yeah. Not, it, it is he's not hiding out. other than the fact that he's up in the corner in a place yeah. you might not look normally. But I would think that the, the color change just out of your periphery would catch your eye. You think? <laughs> You'd think. Yeah. But. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but so they're like. She's like, you guys just need to leave. I can, I can take care of myself. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a call if the bad guy shows up. And they're like, all right. And then they go downstairs, and uh, bad guy shows up, starts yeah, attacking her. Bad guy shows up, starts attacking her. Yeah, Gary Dane is like, oh no, I left my printouts I left, upstairs. Yeah, I left the the case notes yeah. with her. So they go back up and they knock on the door, <laughs> and she doesn't answer. And then all of a sudden they start hearing her get the shit beat out of her. Cause, cause they have a, they have a fight in, in the kitchen where she's using like the, uh, the freezer door and the kitchen door to block the, mm-hmm. the yeah. hits from him. There's a lot of like, you know, what a lot of people associate with Jackie Chan sort of fight methods Yeah, yeah. in this, you know, in the whole movie, you know, chairs getting kicked around and yeah. stuff mm-hmm. like the that. improvised, improvised yeah. fighting. Like, yeah. I mean, Rumble in the Bronx is specifically the. The, the refrigerator bit when he's yeah. in the like warehouse with all the stolen shit. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so they, they break the door down and Chuck is trying to shoot him, but every, but the other two are so interested in being a fuck out of him that he can't get a shot off. Yeah. So eventually he just puts his gun away and starts kick fighting them too. Yeah. You know, so it's like, they've got the but three kind of, of them. the same thing happens. It's like Chuck tries to wade into the fight, but um, Kelly is in the way. Yeah, he keeps and, tossing her yeah. into the other guys, yeah. or vice versa. The other guys into her. Yeah, and then eventually into a coffee table, which finishes oh. her for the rest of the fight. Oh yeah, yeah. she gets flung onto yeah. that. I mean, thing. into you know the center glass coffee table that is in every yeah. fight movie. Well, and then mm-hmm. there's like there's one scene where he like props himself up in like this wide doorway, so he's got the the Van Dam split going. Mm-hmm. It's what I had as a screenshot until we switched to the... Yeah, the one from IMDb, because, like... And then it's just Gary Daniels just flies through the air and just jump kicks him right in the chest. And they do a good yoink from that, too. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of good, like, I just kicked you and you flew into the other room. Yeah. But this ends with the the killer self-defenestrating in... out the Like, they're on, like, the third or fourth story, at least. And then he defenestrates himself out the window into you know the convenient truck that is full of empty boxes that is driving yeah. by yep. yeah but he does this after going through like multiple like they, oh, yeah. they go down the stairs they go out on the fire escape yeah they, they come back the and he busts while, through yeah. like some old lady getting into her apartment and he busts past her yeah they go through a whole like a other floor yeah i mean it's a good long sequence there's a whole thing like where he he pushes a vending machine in the way because chuck finally gets a shot at him and chuck unloads his entire magazine into this vending machine doing nothing but the vending machine has maintained has gotten so much momentum coming at him gary daniels jumps <laughs> over it and chuck takes the full brunt of this thing and just gets blasted through the door yep it's pretty good yeah it's really good yeah but he eventually gets away by just jumping out the window onto a moving vehicle yep the old garbage truck trick yeah, I mean, this was like the old like San Francisco Sun moving truck. I mean, it was yeah. like a flatbed truck with the little sides built up and mm-hmm. convenient tarp with empty boxes. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> but he's got away. Uh, now she thinks she's part of the 
of the detective team so much so that for one point she asked for a gun. <laughs> yeah, that that was as why she does. That was a bit one. of a stretch, I think, yeah. there, Kelly. <laughs> Kelly overstepping her back. I mean, that's. I mean, you have to be an idiot like Joe Pesci to be like, "Can I get a gun?" Yeah. <laughs> no, well, she is an idiot like Joe Pesci. Uh, okay, very well. I mean, not not Joe Pesci. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Mr. Pesci. I don't think you're probably not an idiot. You're, the character you play, Leo yes. Getz. <laughs> yes. uh, but at, at some point, uh, he he commits another murder. Because they don't even bother with any fight with this one. They're just like, yeah, we've got another guy here. He wrote CHA on the floor in his own blood. Uh, maybe he was going to do the cha-cha slide. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he had a yeah. chart-topping hit. <laughs> I don't... Yeah. But, but this leads to them trying to figure out the connection, which every person he's killed has been some kind of tournament-winning martial arts champion. Yeah. And they just can't seem to put it together what he's doing. They got a whole Pepe Silvia wall and everything, and yeah. they just can't and put it together. It's and just eventually thing. she's it's just strange. going. You think they'd be champing at the bit to figure out yeah. what's going on. <laughs> she goes through the phone book trying to look up CHA names because they just get there like, well, this has got to mean something. And eventually she just starts looking through like the thesaurus or the dictionaries, and she's like, you know, chartreuse. Char-, you know, she's like just naming all these CHA words and then champion and that's when gary daniels goes like, wait a minute this champ the champion <laughs> and that's how they figure out that he's going after other champions and yeah. from here is this the point where they actually find <laughs> i'm sorry all, all that's going through my head is that good luck with your good luck with your ged oppenheimer <laughs> like fucking like how do you not fucking see this <laughs> like, yeah i mean jesus I christ poisoned you I as well i just like holy shit it's yeah. like Two murders, and you're like, what's in common with these people? I mean, that's the yeah. f- first fucking thing you do as a detective. Like, <laughs> the commonality. Right. Yeah, you've got like four bodies. Like, no, there's point. like six people at this point. Like, well, yeah. even Gary, Dan- Gary Daniels at the yeah. beginning is like, uh, uh, serial killers all have a, a, not a motive, but they're like, they all have a, a profile. A modus operandi? Yeah. yeah. He's supposed like, he to says be a, a mind hunter type, and it's right. like, he just can't put it together. Yeah. What do these guys all have in common? <laughs> I guess we'll never know, <sighs> but yeah. But then, then Chuck's like, "Oh, I've got old karate magazines. Let's let's find a tournament because because Gary Daniels, uh, the well, link, yeah, the not random, only the, the link the, is that they're all champions, yeah. but the link is that like, wait, but they're all champions in different martial yeah. arts. The, the murdered guy that we didn't see get murdered, uh, that was writing out Cha in blood, had a missing picture on the wall, and yeah. that's what Kelly discovered. He's like, yeah. look, there's a musty, per- there's supposed to be a picture, and mm-hmm. and they're like, wait, he's a champion, she's a champion, he's a champion too, yeah. uh. Yeah, my old karate magazines. Let's go look and see if we can find that picture that was missing. And they yeah, do. From the Tournament of Champions. Uh, yes. Or whatever the Super hell. Super fights. I forget what they called it, but it was something that was like a... Uh, yeah. Tournament of Masters, I think it was, because yeah. it was supposed to be like the Masters of each yeah. field. That sounds right. Yeah. 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 And, and the one guy that had been disqualified, it, they, basically they're all dead except for two guys. Right. One guy who got disqualified and died in a car wreck three years ago. And then the other guy who has a rap sheet as long as their arm and is just... The one who looks like Dustin Hoffman in the photo, but not at all in yeah. actuality. Yeah, he actually looks similar to our killer. Yeah, I mean, because they cut away to... He's got the same kind of hair. They cut away to him doing cocaine. I'm like, this is a weird time for you to stop and just randomly snort coke, killer guy. Yeah. And then, he, then he comes up. I'm like, oh, that's not him. Yeah, it's, well, it's <laughs> like sometimes you just need a bump, man. I guess. But anyway, yeah, they... They process of elimination. They think the killer guy is the guy who apparently faked his own death or whatever. And yeah. so they've eliminated him and go after this other guy who also has a rap sheet. You know, the whole bring in the SWAT mm-hmm. teams and 
Yeah. All the exits. The guy puts up a brief fight, gets kicked off a one-story balcony into an awning, and they get him. Yeah. And, and then... And the two of them are like, man, that was way too easy. Yeah. Like, like there's something wrong here. That was way too easy. That guy was not Simultaneous to this, uh, Kelly was just hanging out the at the police precinct and yeah because they told her she couldn't come she could come yeah because she's not a fucking detective well, i mean she went to get herself a hot dog or something yeah this was to be fair this was right after she asked if she could have a gun it's probably a good time to be like you're all, you, you were never on the force but now you're <laughs> definitely <laughs> off yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah she's just standing there spots the killer guy has her flashback of like oh wait that's him even with the zoro mask i know him anywhere they're going to the wrong well place. she also saw the picture on the wall yeah. so they're going to the wrong place i'm gonna follow him because it's 1997, cell phones aren't convenient. Right. We can't just call Gary Daniels. All he has is a pager. It must have been so much easier to write suspense back before cell phones. Honestly, because I'm surprised now it's the in... X-Files exists when it does, because it was right on the cusp. I mean, if yeah. the X-Files come out two years later, it'd be, it would have failed. I think they also <laughs> made generous use of the we have no signal. Yeah, True. they're the always in places with no signal. Yeah, so yeah, because now it's like the only thing you do, oh, they're jamming our phones. Yeah. Right. You know, it, it, it just... Here it's just like she can't call him because she, she had to follow that guy immediately, she and she can't. doesn't yeah. have a phone. She is just gonna, and that guy is so he is pleased as punch with his performance. Oh my god, uh, that was a lot of uh, <laughs> of those, yeah. Uh, what's up? Plosives. Plosives. Thank you. That's the word. Um, perpetual plosives. Perpetual plosives. Yes. Uh, because he's just riding down the road in his Jeep Wrangler or whatever. Or actually, he's got a Grand Cherokee. Uh, he does. The, the Gary good, Daniels good guys has, has a Wrangler. Wrangler. Yeah. Um, but he is just laughing his damn fool head off going down the road. Just ha 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 And she's following along in her shitty 90s Mustang, I think it is. Oh, God, 96 that, Mustang. Yeah. yeah, that model Mustang sucks. <sighs> they suck now, too. But I mean, that was the. That, that was one the, really sucked. Yeah, they really that, and that was the one that pissed everybody off because it changed so much. Yeah. Uh, I, that model sucked, though. Anyway, I mean, she's following him, gets to, he just lives in. It's probably the four cylinder. He probably just lives in some fucking suburbia like place. It's yeah, so yeah. it's a normal place. It's actually like a mansion on the inside, but. Kind of a little bit, but I, I mean, it's, these are just the things that amuse me is like, I want a movie about this. I want, I want to see like, I want to see the, like the crazy wrestling villain go home and just lead a normal life. Like that is what I think is a, like, like I said, this guy quoting Van Morrison and just going home to like a one car garage and, you know, yeah. pilsners in the fridge and whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's funny to me. I don't know. <laughs> just kicking back, watching yeah. some judge Judy. Yeah. 90 day fiance or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever he runs a night court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's really big to, into Marky post. <laughs> yeah. Who isn't? She's cute. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So, but yes. Well, the she, thing is, he goes in the house, goes and, in the house. and she parks out front and like is sneaking around, and he comes out like thirty seconds later. Yeah, and she, she had rolled like behind his jeep until he's like, "I'm getting in the jeep and leaving." So she like rolls around the corner for a second as the garage door is going down because they don't have the crush sensors, the laser sensors that yeah. they do now. She was able to Indiana Jones roll her way under the garage. Yep, and get in his house. I miss doing that. Yeah, pokes, I loved doing that uh, when I was little. It was the best. Like you know, yeah. just beat the garage door down. Um, but yeah, it's, she gets in the house and is like, clearly this is the guy. Like she didn't know that already, but finds the computer and all the murder board and everything. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and then he's just back. He's just like, oh hello, Kelly. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's like he just he just appears. Yeah, long her, enough yeah. for her to page. Right, Gary Gary Daniels, yeah. and say, yeah. "I found the real killer." Apparently, it was a here's his address. He popped down to the the corner store for a Reader's Digest and yeah. a pack of smokes. So, 
this was weird because like did, was this a thing like how did this work i i'm sorry i i need to probably fully ask the question before i wonder so much but Uh-oh. the pager some pagers you could do text. text yeah but i thought that was only, i thought that had to be the two-way kind that also had the like how would you get the text to the pager i don't remember okay that's what i'm there did may they have, have a transcription there may service? have been a transcription service yeah okay where you could like call and someone would type the yeah because he gets a pager. i mean it's a it's an old classic, like not a two-way, you know, communicator right. page, or it's just a pager. But it says like, "I found real killer Kelly," and here's the address. And they're like, "Oh shit!" And you know, stunt their jeep around and go save her or yeah. try to. I apparently she gets beat to death in this because like when they get there, she does, he has Jason Voorhees her into a closet because they're just walking by and she conveniently falls out dead. Maybe he, he seems to check her pulse and yeah. get pissed. Yeah, I mean. I think she's dead. But it's... that, but that's when uh, the attention has been gained of uh, the computer starts chirping at him. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, by the way, he's made up with his family right. at some point. Because she suggested minutes. maybe you should call your estranged wife. Call and, your wife yeah, instead of yeah. just like ignoring it. Ignoring Chuck it. tricked yeah. him with a magic trick. And then he does. And they're immediately at the amusement park. Like, yeah, everything he, he tried to get him. He tried to get his family punishered, and then that didn't work out. So I guess he had to get it something else because he took him to the fucking amusement <laughs> park while, yeah, while and, the serial killer is looking for yeah. him. And the thing is, like, when when they busted up the drug ring, and then the computer was outside in the closet, he shows them their files. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, "I know exactly who you are, Chuck. I know exactly who you are, Geary Daniels." This makes Geary Daniels proceed to say, tell his wife, hey, why don't you move back into my house this weekend? Yeah. Right. Not call Witsec. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's where you should probably go. Yeah. Not, hey, why don't we wait till this whole serial killer thing has been resolved? Then you come back. No, he wants her to come back that weekend. So, of course, Serial Killer has another little message on the screen that says, who will take care of your family when you're gone? Uh-huh. And it is the uh-huh. picture. It has a picture of Geary Daniels with his wife and daughter. And then he has photoshopped his face onto yep. Geary Daniels' face. And I think he dyed the daughter's hair black. <laughs> I didn't or notice something. that I, I swear to God, it looked like her hair was oh, darker. I, that I didn't catch. I, just, in the I, I noticed one. that he was... If it was like if it was a true Photoshop like of just his face, otherwise if it was like they actually took the photo twice, I don't think again this yeah, I, I, I the time know, of the movie the time of the movie and its budget and everything else, they probably just took the photo twice, but they put him in the same shirt. I mean he's wearing No, it, trust me, I had Photoshop back then. It, 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 they could have done it. Okay. Yeah. In ninety six, yeah, easily. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I'm just saying for 94. the purpose of this movie I could have done that shit in Corel. For the purpose like, of the movie, they probably just one. shot the picture I, I know <laughs> it, it probably is yeah. in terms of budget yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> probably easier but uh but either way and then he's like oh my family and so he calls there and she's like oh hey your friend's here he's helping us move uh, and and he's like i need you to not act suspicious so what does she do i mean you're like oh god she's like oh god i'm scared oh gary <laughs> i can't keep i can't keep it straight he's like i need you to just stall him till i get there just act normal and she's like oh god oh, oh jesus oh jesus god no <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if i can gary and then, and then, and then, and then so the killer's like oh is that gary on the phone let me yeah. talk to him i have your family oh wait he's not australian yeah <laughs> and then he's like all right i've got her by the neck uh you meet me here just you nobody else or they die the usual 
You know how this hostage serial killer thing goes. Uh, yeah. And then Chuck's like, I'll help you. And he's like, absolutely not. You are not helping me. I will kill you before you do that. But it also, like, he picks up the computer and is about to throw it. And Chuck goes, don't do that. It's evidence. <laughs> and Gary Diaz just goes, there won't be a trial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Chuck's that. It smashes oh, the computer. I'm like, that's a good line. Mm-hmm. I, I love whenever any cop does that, where it's just like, ain't going to be a trial. <laughs> Don't I worry mean, about it. Call evidence. me an ambulance. I'll I'm... call you hers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Take you to the bank. <laughs> the blood bank. I'm not into extrajudicial, extrajudicial <laughs> violence. Thanks, F.B. Bailey. Um, but Gary Daniels really isn't a cop. In this. Yeah, so, that's true. You know, I mean, the thing murder is, murder away. The thing is, is also like, this guy's a real, actual, factual movie bad guy. fantasy is that the world is black and white, and I don't mean that in a stupid racial sense. I mean in right and wrong, right. and like yeah. you know all this stuff. I mean in that like you clearly have a bad guy and a guy who's fighting the system or whatever, and is right. like you know he's right. You're on his side. It's not like you're just like you want cops to shoot people that you know mm-hmm. stole a Snickers from the you know yeah. local right. convenience store or whatever. Yeah. You know, so. I mean that. And yes, shit like this is part of the the fantasy that we have that the cops have figured it out and right. they're always doing the right thing yes. and, they, and they've got it right. But either way, I just there's something I love about him chucking that monitor and just going, "They won't be a trail, a trail." <laughs> and then uh, Detective Chuck puts up like half of a second, like "You're taking me with you, you're taking me with you," and then eventually pulls his gun and you're like, "Oh, he's he's gonna protest this much," and then does the turnaround and. Tosses it to Gary Daniels, who's who's declared he's like Batman doesn't use firearms for some reason. They like, not explained, except at this moment he's like, well, yeah, clearly I, I need mm-hmm. a gun for what I'm going to. Yep, and accepts it and goes yeah, off. Yeah, so of course they go out to a, f- a foundry. Fucking, yeah, foundry. Yeah, got to be a foundry. Yeah, and uh, when he gets there, it's of course the killer's like, ha ha ha, Gary Daniels, you wouldn't shoot me. I'm the only one who knows where your wife and child are. And he's like, even though they're probably in earshot and should probably be going, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> it's us. Yeah. But no. And eventually he just loses it because the guy won't stop laughing. And he's clearly been to cop training because he misses all 20 shots. He takes at this guy. He's got him or lined maybe up. Maybe it was just a miracle. Maybe God got in the way and yeah. was like, "We can't kill this guy <laughs> yeah. right now." So he got he got Samuel L. Jackson. Maybe he knew that like his family was going to die if he didn't get the information. But even though no, no, God wouldn't. God was be wiser because God would have seen the final pages of the script and realized that mm-hmm. his family wasn't in danger at all. But yeah, so you know, omniscience and all. Yeah. Anywho, back yeah. to the movie. Uh, but yeah, he misses and then uh, has to chase him down, and this just leads to like a ten minute fight sequence yeah through railings and mostly like this guy will kick him a couple times and yeah. be like i'm out of here run yeah. over here and, and, and i mean yes i say a 10 minute fight sequence but it's it's not like drunken master 2 type stuff i mean no. it's it's broken up a lot yeah but there are some really good like back and forth everything yeah i mean for he, quite he, a few sequences mostly pretty much like 98 percent whips gary daniels's ass i mean like it's, yeah. he's not yeah. really winning this at any point in time not really um <laughs> he's more surviving yeah uh until eventually gets kicked into uh like a cargo net like they end up going inside some weird place and he gets kicked into a cargo net that's hanging mm-hmm. precariously over a thing and starts falling and that's when chuck has magically shown up and like 
catches the rope like before he mm-hmm. crushes his before head on, it, yeah, yeah so yeah. that it doesn't go all the way through the body. um and then there's like a prolonged thing where he ends up like having to tie the rope around himself while he's fighting the killer guy and then mm-hmm. the killer guy ends up like finger Give banging the, his yeah i don't know his in heart or his chest or somewhere it's but, in the gut yeah um, he, both he and, and geary get it in the gut yeah but somehow they end up like he gets kicked off and they end up like reversing situations so that gary daniels gets you know springboarded up from where he was and this guy get, basically gets gwen stacy'd down yeah. i mean i mean he basically I mean, he gets broken in half this mean you know this man had a family well <laughs> but i mean except it, he comes back he, he comes does back. come back yeah. i'm just saying like what we see is that this rope is tied we've established this that like a rope tied around your waist with terminal velocity is going to, at best, break your back, probably more snap you in half into two pieces. <laughs> yeah. but Bad time will be had. Yeah. Sever the connection, yeah. as we say. So, um, But yeah, see, yeah. He, that happens. Yeah. And, and, then... and also, uh, the bad guy has started a timer on a stick of dynamite. That, a comic stick of dynamite. A, a yeah. bundle of dynamite that is tied to the post that the wife and daughter are tied to outside yep. right above their heads. Yep. He is full on 15 minutes. Dastard lead this up here. Yeah. So. yeah. The dynamite does look like comedy fake dynamite. Mm-hmm. It does. But, but, and then he he's does... actually just desperately and Mutley because he does his own laughing. He's he like, does. <laughs> yeah, but he definitely does the whole, like we'll live or die. It's up to you now, Gary Daniels. And yeah, but yeah. So Chuck gets, Dropped to the ground, basically. Mm-hmm. Back, probably broken. Geary is still fighting him. They get outside and keep fighting. I, I mean, it's it's eventually they both get chucked through a window, I believe. Yeah, I mean, at some point, there's he eventually knows where his wife and kid are. They're, they're literally like 30 feet away up on top of this platform with the comic dynamite. And there is some point where they're fighting and they make eye contact and they're like, come get us. And yeah. You know, the timer started and all that. So. Yeah, but but they get dropped out of the building down to the ground floor, you know, and conveniently hit like an awning and then fall into a dumpster and, you know, all that. And finally, somebody fighting the guy with steel tip boots realizes, hey, there's a giant metal pipe here. I can start fighting him with this. And so Gary Daniels just keeps hitting him in the shins. Yeah. And it looks like it hurts so fucking much. And he and and he's this guy's selling it as well, where yeah. it's like he's blocking him, but he's like, ah! <laughs> but he's also hitting him in other places yeah. with this giant metal pipe, and we're like, giant metal pipe, my one weakness. Yeah, like, Gary Daniels keep knocking the shit out of this dude with this giant metal pipe because that's hurting him, and Gary Daniels, because it's a movie and he has to be an idiot knocks him down and then is like okay well time to go get my family yeah instead of finishing the job yeah Yeah. i mean i understand time is of the essence but if you've got that guy on the ground you know that he's murdered multiple people incredibly dangerous pipe pipe to head a few times 20 seconds of beating with a pipe to the head will save you two minutes of fighting later when he comes back from from yeah right yeah yeah but no Gary Daniels starts climbing up. He's there's like electrical cords or something hanging down, so he's climbing up those. And so, of course, Killer wakes up and just starts rocking him around, just grabbing him at the bottom. And Gary yeah. Daniels is like, "Oh no, also, I can't." Uh, it should be established, like, so Gary Daniels is like, you know, he's tried to like shimmy his way back up these ropes and everything back to where his family is. I know there's a lot of wire work in this movie, but the way they make this guy, the killer guy, scale the fucking rope. I mean, it's like a it's like a monkey going up a tree. It oh, is, yeah. That guy yeah, just fucking flies yeah. up that rope. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, I was just, it's cool. Like, it's, it's 
as you mentioned, there's a there's a scene. I think it's Gary Daniels does it. It's probably in the middle of all of this crazy fight through the foundry and everything. Or where he jumps over the table. Yeah, he yeah he yeah, I mean, he's kicking like a construction table around, and Gary Daniels does almost like that Reebok commercial, like straight up jump over the car while it goes under yeah. you thing. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it's like he just kind of. He jumps a little too high. Like a little too high and like hovers for like a just nanosecond a, yeah, in there. Just a little bit too yeah. long. Like slight, slight, slight. Uh, and it looks smooth. Princess Peach, Super Mario 2. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It still looks cool it as shit, It still looks awesome. Though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I, I like that. Like there, there's that and then that sort of like unnatural sort of spider crawl he does up the side of the building yep. are unnatural, but also kind of cool because you're like. I will buy it in this world yep. where a guy wears a Zoro mask and can teleport around and yeah. do whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah um, he ends up, you know, they end up fighting like 10 feet away from the family and he ends up getting a uh, finger banged in the, in the stomach in the again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they sort of fall off the side of this. I think the one guy like, just kind of falls to his death. Well, I yeah, believe. it's here's where they botch the movie. Like, like this is the only part where I'm like, yeah. damn it, man. Because Geary gets fired up because he's like about to see his family die. And he's like this fucking guy. Mm-hmm. And, and it, truly I'm at that point too. I'm like, man, I'm just so ready for this guy to die. I'm so sick of him. And they, they do the whole like step ramp frame skipping thing. And they, and they're kind of like fighting towards the end of the platform. And then it's just kind of like, you don't even really see them take each other over the edge. Yeah, I feel like he just does like one final like flying kick, and the guy just sort of grabs him and it's like you're coming with me. I but couldn't even it, tell, but, that it, but that's it happened so happening. fast that it's, it's like, like I don't know yeah, exactly. It was, that was not well filmed yeah. for some reason. Yeah, it's like watching the Predator, where it's like, wait, did that guy just die? Did did that wait? Did that very did, important did, character just did die? That very, did that just happen? Yeah, I, I don't. I blinked. Wait. Yeah. yeah, and it's kind of like that because all of a sudden you see somebody flying over the edge of the building. And then the next shot is Gary Daniels, like hands hanging on the edge, climbing up, and it's it's very it's just it's a bummer. Yeah, because and, it's and also it's... like no, this guy needed to die worse. Yeah, I'm sorry, but and also, after what this guy's done thus far, they stretch the like Gary Daniels climbing, getting himself back up onto the ledge to the, his family, like. I get you're hurt, my man, but like you know, get some mom's, get some mom's babies under the bus yeah. strength right now, you know. And yeah, you like, need that adrenaline yeah. rush, buddy. Yeah, but but so he gets up, and of course the timer has been really fucked up because it started at 15 minutes, and all of a sudden, like three minutes later, it's down to like two minutes. But then they fight for like five minutes, and then when he climbs up, it's like at 15 seconds, mm-hmm. and then there's a lot of slow mo yeah, and a lot of and a lot of freeze frame of the wife going, "There's not enough time." just run and him going no and like there's actual freeze frames once it gets down to one second where there's like a freeze frame on her face screaming freeze frame on the kid's face screaming a freeze frame on him literally jumping through the air it's weird it's like a fucking french new wave film for yeah i was gonna say the editor really thought he was doing something with this scene and a couple others earlier in the movie but and i mean it is like a to me it's a decent fake out because it's just like Wow, they're actually going to end this like the, you know, the the, the Fred Williamson nihilist ending, where it's just right. like, nope, everyone lost, deal with it. Yeah, but but I guess they realized they had the Riddler in the movie, so they could just have a Joker bomb at the end because it's just fucking confetti fied. Yeah, yeah, 
His base. comical dynamite is full of confetti because the bomb Lots goes of off. confetti because it goes everywhere. Oh, and then yeah. Also, apparently you're recording somehow. I don't know. Yeah, there's a little, yeah. Uh, little device there. Yeah, yeah a little microfilm, you okay. know, the little micro cassette. Micro cassette, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's, and oh, a dictaphone. <laughs> yeah. That's and, what he would be using. Yeah. <laughs> and he just says, uh, what does he say? He's like, I, I will not. I'm not a oh, child it's in the intro. killer. Yeah. I am and not. He, ha ha, goes, I am not a child killer. And then ha he says, ha, the blood of the innocents will be spared. Sure, I think. Yeah. yeah, but but he laughs in between saying those things. Yes, yes he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, we also see Chuck just poke his head out the side of the building, be like, "Hey, he's yeah, still like, alive. I'm not dead somehow. Kelly's probably dead." Yeah. But and then and then Gary gives him the thumbs up through the confetti through yeah. the confetti that. You will see that screenshot if you look at the live stream. Yeah. And yeah. And then they just freeze frame it on them hugging and roll some credits. And you're right. It is open mat because the credits were open mat. Mm. They were only in the center of the screen. They weren't on the top and bottom. Open mat always fucks shit up. Don't do that, people. I mean, we don't have to worry about it anymore, but <laughs> yeah. go back in time and go don't do that. Go back into the 90s. Somebody, don't you do see that. Somebody filming Super 35. Like, you stop that. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Get out of here. When they ask you if this is going on VHS, you can ban pan and scan at best. I mean, at worst, you need to pan scan, yeah. but then letterbox. Yes, that's why Super 35 existed, because they didn't want to yeah, deal with pan and scan. scan. They just want to open it up, yeah. yeah. And it's dumb. It doesn't work. Nope. That's film tech talk. Yeah. yeah. I mean, pan and scan is bad. Believe me, I'm not ever, but it's still better than open matting, because... Yeah. I don't Agreed. know. Actually, I don't know. It, they're both bad. They both just, Yeah, letterbox it. Yep. I don't want to waste any of my television. Uh, soundtrack. Eh. I mentioned while we're watching this, like, the film was made in 1997, but the soundtrack is lodged very firmly in 1990-1991. Yeah, there is a straight-up uh, PM Dawn ripoff song. It's a... What is that name of that fucking song? Set adrift set, on set, yeah, yeah. I, that's. I mean, I know it's also another song too, but yeah. I'm just saying there is a song that is it's, like basically yeah, that, but the true. MIDI version of it, you know, slightly off version. Yeah, it, it's just it's it's one of those weird ones where it's like, no, this soundtrack was dated even when this came out. Like, it, like it, yeah. it wasn't right then. So, but it sounds like a movie that should have Gary Daniels in it. It does. So. <laughs> There's a very. <laughs> I mean, this is not a PM Entertainment, but it's a very PM Entertainment type. Thing. Exactly. Yeah. PM Dawn Entertainment. Yeah. So I stated uh, at the beginning that this is the perfect Gary Daniels vehicle because Gary Daniels only has to ride in this vehicle. He does not have to drive it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I stand by that at the end of this. Um, I'm going to give it four jocks. It's pretty fucking good. The worst thing, and, and what keeps it from, I think, a five jocks is... Um, Eventually, Chuck loses his commitment to the bit of being a magician. He does. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Does not uh, lose the commitment to being Eddie Murphy. But, correct. Yeah. But he but he loses his commitment to, to the bit mm-hmm. for, for magic. And we get an unsatisfying death for our antagonist. And uh, in a movie like this where he's such a shithead, mm-hmm. that is a... Very important. That is a, a jocks deduction worthy crime. Yeah. You yeah. put a little asterisk like... Uh, um, Joe DiMaggio or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying like you put a little asterisk there and you'd be like, see showdown in little Tokyo. Yeah. Like, Oh yeah. <laughs> like this is like, if you're going to make someone evil, you need to pay off the death. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, say what you will about Seagal, but a lot of his movies, they're like, 
this is how you kill off the last guy. Like we're oh, chucking yeah. him off a building. He's getting impaled on multiple things on the way down. Yep. This guy's getting fucked up. Yeah. Or I mean, kick ass does it like not only you throw him out the window, but then rocket launcher him. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. sorry, spoilers for some of these movies that are now 10 yeah. plus years old, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm just saying like, give a good death. Like, not, yeah. you know, gravity is not a good enough death unless it's gravity into something really sharp. I mean, or splatty, or hot. you can use gravity as part of it, but we got to get a hero shot of the like dude being kicked off. Sure, yeah, you know, and plane. then landing on something. Get off my plane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was having a weird thought about Air Force One. Sorry, this is so off topic, but I was I was thinking about movies of the era where it's like because the original Avatar just showed up on Disney Plus. Uh, maybe it's been in 4K for a while. I thought that was one of those movies that wasn't going to happen because of the era of special mm-hmm. effects, but I guess. Mm-hmm. They did the special effects good enough to be on IMAX film. It's probably good enough to be on 4K. But yeah, I was thinking, absolutely. I was thinking about Air Force One being having been like probably within the first 200 movies put on 4K. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was it was early, and it's just like you would think the filmmakers would be like, "We're good living in DVD." Like, like for that in shot alone, mm-hmm. just be like, "Yeah, just yeah. that's we'll stay on that format. That's as good as this movie needs to be seen ever." Yeah, <laughs> but anyway. Is that bad? That last shot. Well, it's like, like we've talked about. We've talked about that with Chuck with so many of the movies that he finds, where it's just like, this didn't need to leave the VHS era. <laughs> no, it didn't. Yeah, some of them, some of them don't. Yeah. But yeah, I was just thinking about yeah, some some movies, especially like that, like Scorpion King or uh, Mummy Two or oh, whatever. Yeah. yeah, like these things. It's like DVDs good enough for what they put into those. Like mm-hmm. pre- you can release those, it on Blu-ray in DVD quality. Yeah, thank you very like much. Like those pre-vis animatics that they did and made them end up in the final film. Yep. Anywho, uh, this movie. Oh, did you give a rating, or do you want me to go first? Not. You go ahead. Uh, yeah, Fort Jack sounds right. Um, I also have like very small nitpicks, but man, this movie is so close to being like one hundred and ten percent my jam. I'm just saying, like, it's so close, but like, I, I will, I will generally never forgive a movie, and it, I don't think of it as like sexist or even like looking at it as one way or another. Do not introduce a character that is sympathetic and then fucking kill them. Like, I mean, like <laughs> Kelly has been through enough. Why does she get fridged? I don't understand. Yeah, I, that makes no fucking sense. Like, I do not get it, and it doesn't. It doesn't even really seem to bring any motivation to the movie. I was gonna say it. They don't need any more motivation. No, there, there's they're, no more they're motivation. Pl- they're for, plenty motivated by them. Yeah, I mean, because it's just sort of like, oh, is she dead? But now we're the motivation is now like he took my family. Fuck her. Like, not important yeah. anymore. So I'm just saying, like, to introduce a character that is so superfluous, and then to have such a downtrodden finale is is always yeah. a peeve of mine a huge peeve and mm. then of course the villain death not being satisfying enough but man literally everything else i i want all these people that are like trying to make low budget movies on purpose like please make them more in the vein of wrestling promos i mean like just have some fucking fun with it like that's all i'm yeah. asking i wish more movies would just have the balls to be like just above reality like just live in that that hyper realistic yeah, not get, hyper. That's actually an ultimate. Hyper realistic would be the opposite. This would be like yeah. hyper unrealistic, just like just slightly like mm-hmm. edged out, where it's like maybe Super there realistic maybe there something. are Batman's yeah. running around in this universe. Like maybe that actually exists. Like there mm-hmm. are some crazy people who are just like you know what? I'm a vigilante today. I'm put on the Zora mask and fight people. But yeah, whatever. Just saying, I like worlds like this. Yeah. That are well, I think like sometimes you want a villain there where it's just like you don't want to go. Man, he's kind of got a point. It's he's approaching it the wrong way, but it's like no. Sometimes you just want to go. He's like, nah, I fucking kill people, and I'm a dickhead about it. Yeah, you know, like it's like sometimes you'd want that where you're just like, yeah, I want to see this guy get his ass kicked. 
Yeah. I mean, I have, I have no problem. We were kind of having a slight conversation about this earlier, but like, I have no problem with like making a movie where your villain is sympathetic in some way, as long as you bother to make it so like, you know, like, but at the end of the day, your villain still needs to be your villain. Like the villain still needs to be dealt with. You know, I don't yeah. know. I'm like, I don't think I'm like too liberal enough to think like, you know, like the fucking Joker can be cured. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm like, yeah. you know, like, oh, I don't know. Maybe enough trip in Darkham. He'll, he'll finally come around and stop murdering people. You know, it's like, no, Joker, come on, Batman. He just fucking needs to die. And yeah. you need to figure this out. Like some people can't be saved. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. I, uh, there was a point midway through the movie where I texted Chuck and I was like, dude, you watched blood moon yet? And he's like, yes. And I was like, so this better stick to landing. Cause it's an easy five <laughs> jocks if it does. Yeah. And I hate to say it did not stick the landing. No, they, it, they botched the most crucial 30 seconds of the movie. And I don't, I, I, I can't understand it. Like, like it, that it, fight sequence took 10 days. And they didn't have a good payoff shot. Yeah, and they fucked up the last part of it. How? Yeah, and How? and so so it's four jocks for me. I, I God, I want to give this five so bad because I love everything else about it. Like like just just the first two scenes of the villain alone and his dialogue in both of them mm-hmm. is just like I was like, dude, fucking sold five jocks. Yep. Give it, hand it over. And then Frank Gorshin shows up and, you know, everything. Yeah, is, and loses his shit. And I'd, it's like, I'd say yes. everything is at 12. It's beyond 11. Like, yeah, everything he's delivered. It's so good. Yeah. And, yeah, and they just fucked that part up. And oh, the scene where he shows up with a cigar. Just like, he just walks into the scene, like, through a cloud of smoke, of his own cigar smoke. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, it's like the fucking, you know, the green light of the uh, the drag race, where it's just like, oh, you sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I love everything in this movie except how that fight ends and yeah. it fucks up a crucial part of what you want out of the movie. So yeah, I have to go with four. Yeah. God, I wanted to be five though. It did make me want to watch super fights again. Yeah. I need to pull up the plex and be like, where is super fights? I want to see dragon fights again too. Or dragon fighter. This is dragon fight. One dragon fight. Dragon yeah. fight. fight. Yeah. It's no super fights. It's no super fights, but I believe it did have Robert Zadar and Chainmail, right? It did. Yeah. So that is that is the redeeming quality of it for sure. I seem to really like it. Yeah, it, it it's pretty good. It's not the best we've seen, but it's pretty good. Now, super fights that's up there. That that's one I don't know why we keep forgetting about it when people that, are like, man, that, what are the best bad movies you guys have watched? And like we name all these things, and then we're like, we always forget about super fights. For super some fights, reason. three the hard way, uh, BKO. Bang, Bangkok yeah. Knockout was pretty fun. Dude, King of the Kickboxers is Kickboxer really is fucking good, too. It's so Ray, good. Ray, I mean, in the Rage, same vein as Rage this. Is where, good too. Yeah, but, and, uh, but like. The other one with the Hologram Man. Oh, Hologram Man. Oh, yeah. Fucking love. That might be one of my favorite movies. Slash Gallagher. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but but I'm just like, these are the over-the-top acting ones where we're like, that's that's the secret sauce that's showing up in them. Is it like this and, and King of the Kickboxers in particular are ones where it's just like, if there's like a bad movie, best acting, worst acting Oscar, like you hand it over to these guys. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But like, that's what this one pulls off. And that's why Gary Daniels works in it because he's not doing that. I call it the Julia as in Raul Julia. Yeah. That's what I would like to call it. Just sell it. Fucking sell it. You know what you're doing is shit and sell it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but that's, I think that's why you like Gary Daniels in this because he's not doing that shit. Everyone else is. Look, 
old GD has no riz, as the kids say. Oh, God. So, and he doesn't have to in this. Yeah. I'm sorry, what did goddamn not, what do, huh? <laughs> old riz. GD, Geary Daniels, uh-huh. has no riz. Riz. Which is uh, charisma. Ah. Yeah. Yes. yes. We've taken one of the most fun words to say and shortened it oh, to Oh, that's what he was writing riz. on the floor. C H A. He was writing. He should have just. just he, yeah. he stopped at the Riz. All yeah. he had to do was put R I Z. Exactly. Oh, shit. And that's why the kid. That's the gift the, the kids have given us mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Now if we die to rizzed out mofos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Riz them up before you go. Yeah, apparently. Exactly. <laughs> I hate myself for even saying that phrase just now. Uh, anyway, G D has no Riz. Um. So, but Chuck has Riz. He's dripping yeah. with Riz. So he takes care of that mm-hmm. so that Gary Daniels can just Gary Daniel. Yeah. So he can just kick dudes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it's the perfect GD vehicle. Yeah. Hmm. We should have just been saying GD the whole time. Goddamn right. Yeah. Now I'm now picturing a, a Street Fighter movie with Gary Daniels as Ken. I mean, only because, not because just because his name was Ken in this movie, but like Ken is fucking lame and like yeah. if, if you if you cast like a really likable Ryu uh, that would have been a really good movie mm-hmm. <laughs> like Simo Lu or something like that somebody just uh, like got like you know really good shit going on yeah that'd be good yeah that'd be good yeah I'm just saying like like a pairing like that would be like that'd be a good movie you think GD could still pull it off oh, I don't no know. Did he's, he he's pretty old nah he's he's alive he's he's aging is he like 50 now <laughs> He's no, not Ken age. I'm just saying he's not like you know he's not making Street Fighter movies age anymore. Why I mean not? he he was old in that first Expendables. Yeah. So oh. that was a long time ago now. Too long ago. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. I mean I would like to see Sima Liu in a Street Fighter movie. Well, I mean that would be a bit of a problem with time and now and then ages of people. But yeah. Yeah. Hey man, that's what AI is for, right? No, it isn't. We can just make fake AI actors to do all of it. Maybe you can make an AI rizzed up GD. I'm just going to keep calling him GD. Well, I don't like it. How can people <laughs> Me either. get in touch with our goddamn selves? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you want to rizz us up with an email. Yeah. Uh, that would be bmf at bmfcast.com. Uh, if you just want to go to the website, you can just check out bmfcast.com. That's... Pretty easy. That has a link to whatever socials we still use. It does. uh, (laughs) If we still use. Sky is the only one for any of us. Uh, I still occasionally, well. And the Discord is what matters. Right. I don't think any of us personally use social media anymore. I use the Facebooks for, you know, like keeping up with friends. Occasionally one of you finds me on there. Um, But that's fine. I'll either confirm or deny your friendship if we're actually friends. Anyway. Discord, that's really where it's at. Yeah, check that out. For sure. Um, also, you can check out the Patreon if you want to slang a little uh, money our way as as thanks for having done this for 13 years or whatever it is now. Yeah. Unlock those archives. Yeah, there's lots of good shit in, in those archives. So yep. uh, check it out. Uh, Patreon.com slash BMFcast. Mm-hmm. And give us a little money if you want. Yeah. We don't mind. We like money. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you want to call us and just want to, you know, talk about some stuff, uh, not really with us, but more at us. Uh, speak to our uh, our receptionist Garfield on the Garfield phone nine one zero five Jocks BMF or nine one zero five five six nine two six three. Yes, James will be happy to take your call. Yes, sounds great. It does. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? Okie dokie. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm DJ. And this is Bamcast Out. <laughs>